Welcome to the $100 MBA show. Fresh business lessons delivered to you every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. Today's episode is a Q&A Wednesday episode. On our Q&A Wednesday episodes, we answer a question from one of you, one of our listeners. If you have a question you want to ask, just email me over at omar at 100mba.net. Today's Q&A Wednesday's question is from Dr. Munandi. Greetings from Malaysia. I'm a practicing aesthetics physician in Malaysia. I've been following your podcast on Blinkist. Love the cutting edge advice that's straight to the point. I love it. Recently, I opened an aesthetics clinic in a new town and I don't have much experience in marketing. I've tried Facebook ads, I have a website and I've tried giving out free consultations. I've done these things in the past six months but I haven't really got a result. What should I do? Where do I start? Thank you, Dr. Munandi. This is a great question. I really like this question because it deals with marketing a local physical business. Many of us, our businesses are not totally online. Businesses done offline, restaurants, cafes, uh, clothing stores, physical shops, or clinics like Dr. Munandi. How do you market a physical business where people have to go to this business physically and not just click and get to their website and get their business done? That's what we're going to get into in today's Q&A Wednesday. Looking forward to it. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Start Your First Online Business, my all new 10-part audio course on Himalaya Learning. This is a course that's going to get you from zero to one. It's going to get you from thinking about your business to actually launching that business, getting it out of your head and into the real world. We cover things like validating your idea, creating your first product, pricing it, marketing it, financing your business, even creating your business website and more. Check it out at Himalaya.com MBA and use code MBA to get a 14-day free trial. Again, that's Himalaya.com MBA, promo code MBA. I want to start with the fact that Dr. Manandi, who asked today's question, tried a bunch of things. Tried a bunch of things before asking this question. Tried Facebook ads, has a website, did some free consultations. Kind of uh, struggling and not really sure how to market the physical business, the physical clinic in the area in Malaysia. So today, my job is to help Dr. Manandi and everybody else who's listening who has a physical business and give you the fundamentals, the things you have to do to market that business. Uh, this is basically going to help you get people through the door, okay? Everything else is kind of window dressing. It will basically be adding fuel to the fire. But if you follow some of the things that I mentioned today, it's going to give you a good chance to get people to get to your business, to learn more about what you have and become a customer. First of all, Dr. Monday mentions a website. A website is a must-have regardless if you have a physical business or an online business. This is how people find out about you. You want to own the narrative about what your business is. Or what is it about? You want to tell the story of your business. You want to give the information that people are looking for. I wonder if this business does this, that, or the other thing. You have to answer those questions and you do that with your website. Your website is also a great way to be found when people search. Now, one of the things that you need to understand as a physical business is that search engine optimization is going to be your best friend because this is how people choose 
where to go for something like an aesthetics physician, right? To go to a clinic. They're going to shop around. They're going to do some research and they're going to do it through Google. So you definitely need a website because Google wants to see that you have a presence. Now, the second thing I would recommend other than a website is listing your business on Google. Google will list your business so it's found as a local business. That means when somebody searches for your business or searches the keywords in your business, like aesthetics physician, your business shows up on Google if they're in your local area. This is incredibly important because you automatically get exposure just by being in that searcher's local area. Just like if I write Italian restaurant on Google, it's gonna show me Italian restaurants in my local area. So how do you get listed on Google? Well, it's actually a pretty simple process. Um, you can follow the step-by-step -step process by literally writing list my local business on Google, on Google, you write that in the, in the search box, Google will give you the steps, okay? But basically Google just needs to verify you are actually a physical business. And they're basically going to send you a postcard to the address of your local business that it's going to say in Google, like if your local business is at a certain address, it's going to send that postcard to that address and that postcard will have a code. It will tell you to go to this website, enter this code. This will verify that this is actually a real physical business that's located at this address. And once you do that, you can update that information on Google and you'll be listed. This is actually... Rule number one, you got to do this. You got to list your local business on Google so people can find you locally. Now that you're listed, Google reviews are really important and they will get you to the top of that list when people search for your type of business in your local area. So this is incredibly important when you have a new business is to get people to review you on Google. Now, if you run a clinic, you have an advantage of the fact that people are filling out forms they're gonna spend a little time at your clinic. It's not a fast interaction. So even after their first consultation, if you hand them an iPad and ask them to give you a review on the spot, as soon as the consultation is over, it's gonna take two seconds and it's okay. They've already spent 30 minutes to an hour. They're not really in a super, super rush. Not everybody's gonna do it, but more people than not will do it and you'll get the reviews you need every time somebody comes in for a consultation. Now, I know you need some foot traffic to make that happen, but this should be a practice, should be a procedure. Every time somebody finishes any kind of consultation, they give you a Google review. Next, you need to look into your local area and find some partnerships. You need to find other businesses that will have similar customers and partner with them. I'm gonna give you an example. My local uh, burger joint has a deal with uh, the local cinema. Where they have a deal where you buy a burger and a drink and you get a movie ticket for X amount of price. So it's like a bundle deal. So in this case, the theater is benefiting because they're getting free advertising. They're getting free marketing from this burger joint. Now in reverse, the theater will do a similar bundle deal, advertising to the theater goers who go and get, grab a burger from this local burger joint. Now, if you have an aesthetics clinic, you may wanna look into the local dentists. People that go to the dentist are often doing it for cosmetic reasons, not just for health reasons. And you can do some sort of partnerships or sort of deal where you can give them uh, some sort of discount, some sort of bundle uh, with every purchase of something at the dentist, like a checkup or a whitening. And you can do the same for the dentist on your side. The point here is, is that you're not just blanketly 
advertising to every single person. These are ideal customers, people that are willing to spend money on the same things. So somebody who's willing to whiten their teeth is gonna be willing to do something at your clinic. They're willing to spend money at what you offer. So the deal makes sense for both, not only the customer, but also you and the dentist. Next, if you want to do a mass offer, and get maximum exposure, uh, you should look into offering a deal on Groupon. Now, Groupon is not a moneymaker. You have to see this as a customer acquisition tool. Often people break even, they don't really make much money on the Groupon deal. The whole point of getting the Groupon is just to get people through the door so they can come back and be a repeat customer. Groupon demands that you actually have a pretty lucrative deal, pretty attractive deal, and of course they get their cut. So at the end of the day, you probably don't make much money. But again, it's a customer acquisition tool to get them to really love your experience and then come back for additional consultations. Next, some of us, we try just to get more and more different customers instead of trying to get the same customers to come in more often. This is another way you can grow your business is, hey, instead of trying to get fresh blood, incentivize your current customers, even if you just have five customers that come once a year, have five customers come once a month. You just went from five sales to 60 sales. And you can do those bundle packages. You know, massage therapists do this all the time where you, they can buy in bulk, where they can buy in like six therapies in one shot. Another method is what is done in the restaurant business, where when they come in for the first time, after their first consultation, you give them like a card that entitles them to something for free with their next consultation. So for example, if I was running a massage clinic or a massage shop, I can give them a card that says, you're gonna get a free 25 minute uh, foot scrub with your next treatment. So it encourages them to show up and come back. And even though you're giving away a 25 minute foot scrub, they're coming in for a consultation and they're getting another experience, another win, and it becomes more of a tradition, more of a regular staple in their life to come to your shop, to come to your business. I mentioned the restaurant business because many restaurants do this. They say, here, get a free dessert with your next meal. And if the restaurant's food is pretty good, not too bad, they don't mind coming back again. And they're kind of like encouraged. They have this coupon like burning in their pocket. They're like, I got to use this coupon so I can get this free dessert. The next tip is a little bit different from the partnership. It's not like a cross partnership. It's more of a referral program. And you could do this with maybe companies you can't really do much for. So for example, if you're running an aesthetics clinic, you might want to partner with a local five-star hotel because a lot of their guests are gonna come there, maybe stay and ask, hey, I'm looking for a treatment, I'm looking for to do X, Y, Z. Do you have a recommendation? They're gonna ask the concierge. And what you can do is give out cards or coupons to that hotel, to the concierge and say, uh, give this to them, they'll get 10% off. And it's gonna be seen as kind of like a referral. So when somebody comes in with that card, you know it came from the hotel. And for every referral they give out that actually results in a customer, you can give them some sort of commission or some sort of bonus or some sort of referral fee. Some people even go to another level where they don't even have physical cards or where they just say when the concierge makes a reservation for every reservation, they get X amount of money and they don't worry about it converting to a sale. Your job is to close the sale. So the concierge is just trying their best to, you know, really recommend your service, your local service. So it's kind of like a paying for leads. 
all the things that we're used to now online, like referral marketing and affiliate marketing, they didn't come from online business. They actually came from the physical world like this. You know, in the real world, real life, real businesses did this. And they continue to do this. So you can do the same. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from True Underdog Podcast. I want to take a moment to share a new podcast, True Underdog, recently launched by four-time Entrepreneur of the Year Award winner, Jason Waller. It's real, it's raw, it's motivational. If you're looking for inspiring stories and killer entrepreneur advice, you've got to head on over and subscribe to True Underdog Podcast. Jason Waller is the definition of a true underdog. He was raised in a trailer park, suffered childhood abuse, was kicked out of high school and became a dad in his teens. After struggling to care for his young family and hearing the words no and you can't too many times, Jason found the power within and uses street smarts to start three companies from the ground up. His latest venture, Power Home Solar, is on the path of becoming a billion dollar enterprise. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling motivated already. And trust me when I tell you, this guy's energy is contagious. Head on over to True Underdog Podcast to hear how Jason and his guests turned their lives around to achieve massive success. Subscribe to True Underdog Podcast on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or your favorite podcast app. To wrap up today's Q&A Wednesday's question from Dr. Monandi, if you want to market locally, yes, you have to have an online presence, but you have to market locally as well. If you want to run a local business, marketing locally really helps. Getting creative partnerships, referrals, and of course, getting on Google so you are found when people search for you in local areas. Your job is to have the best word of marketing out there, but you have to get the ball rolling. So just put in place the things I mentioned today. If you do this, just those things I mentioned today alone, you're going to get the ball rolling. People will love your services if you're delivering an exceptional service and they'll tell other people. They'll keep coming back. This takes a bit of time, but what I mentioned today will give you a kickstart. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for asking the question as well on Q&A Wednesday. If you have a question you want to ask, just email me over at omar at 100mba.net. I'll make sure to answer it right here on Q&A Wednesday. That wraps up today's lesson. If you love what you hear, smash that subscribe button and make sure you never miss an episode. By hitting subscribe, you get our next episode automatically. You also get access to all our archive episodes, over 1,600 episodes. Uh, I should say over 1,700 episodes now. It's absolutely free, so hit subscribe right now on whatever you like to use to listen to podcasts. Whether it's Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, we're on every single platform. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. If you're in the service business, the experience is everything. You need to make sure that every customer that goes through your door has an incredible wow experience, something that's memorable, something that makes them say, man, I got to tell my friends about this. Whether it's the way they're greeted, whether they're served a cold drink, or how the service is really delivered with care. Even if you do something a little bit above and beyond your competition, it's enough to differentiate yourself. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.